0: I'm Alex Green, and this is Stereo Embers, the podcast. Check this out. Is Riot on the Sunset Strip by James Williamson and the Pink Hearts. This is a new band, it's a power trio, and it contains some familiar names Frank Meyer, Petra Hayden, and James Williamson. I'll tell you all about the band in a minute, but my guest today on the program is Petra Hayden. So before we do anything, let me tell you a little bit about Petra Hayden. Born in New York, Petra Hayden is the daughter of the legendary jazz double bass player, Charlie Hayden. And I know sometimes we grow up thinking that our parents aren't cool. But when Charlie Hayden is your dad, that's not really a complaint. You can levy against a man who was an original member of the groundbreakingly cool Ornette Coleman Quartet. So not only was Charlie Hayden cool, he was partially responsible for the birth of it. Charlie Hayden was also partially responsible for the birth of his kids. Don't make me explain what I mean by partially responsible. Those kids, well, there's four of them. Tanya, Rachel, and Petra are triplets. And then there's their brother, Josh. Unsurprisingly, the Hayden brood are very musically talented. Tanya is a cellist, Rachel a bassist, Petra a violinist and a singer, and Josh a bass player, and a singer as well. You also might know Josh from his band, Spain. But that's for another podcast. Back to our story. It's a tad ironic that Petra Hayden's debut album, Imaginary Land, which came out in 1996, was not only a solo album, but it was also largely a cappella. Why is that ironic? Well, because she did that all by herself, and ever since then, she's rarely worked alone. After Imaginary Land, she put out three records with That Dog, a band which included her sister Rachel. And from there, she got, well, let's just say, turbo busy. Petra Hayden's musical CV has more highlights than a Steph Curry career retrospective, but I'll do my best. Over the last 20 years, she recorded with the likes of Beck, Mike Watt, Weezer, Green Day, The Gutter Twins, Bill Frissell, and the drone metal outfit Sun O. Along the way, she was also a touring member of Tito and Tarantula and the Decemberists. Her home recorded album, Petra Hayden Sings The Who Sell Out, was exactly that. Petra Hayden covering the entire album of The Who Sell Out. Only she did it a cappella. Impressive, right? Well, even more impressive was the ten woman a cappella choir that she put together to perform the album. The choir, well, they were called Petra Hayden and the Sellouts, and they played live at the Ford Amphitheater, and the performance was legendary. The fact of the matter is, is that as a singer and a violinist, Petra Hayden is constantly in demand. So where else might you have heard the voice or the violin of Petra Hayden? Oh, I don't know. How about everywhere from? Toyota commercials to NBC's The Sing-Off to documentary now, Petra Hayden is quite literally practically everywhere you turn. And we are luckier for it. She is an amazing musical talent. Her latest venture is a band with James Williamson. That name might sound familiar to you because he played guitar in the Stooges. Well, he put together a new band with only two other members. One of those members is Petra Hayden how that band got together, I'll let her tell you that story. But I'll tell you what, my conversation with Petra Hayden was so cool. She's funny, she's smart, she's cool, and frankly, I didn't want to get off the phone with her. She was a blast to talk to. Another thing that makes this conversation so special is that Petra Hayden doesn't really do these things very often. And by these things, I mean strange podcasts, with even stranger people, you know, like me. And even though she doesn't do these things very often, <laughs> I gotta say, our conversation was effortless. And Petra Hayden is by far one of the most endearing people I've ever spoken to. You'll see what I mean. You're gonna fall in love with Petra Hayden. She is the greatest. So, enjoy my chat right here with Petra Hayden on Embers. The podcast.
1: If you're troubled and you can't really... A ah, mania sits in the sky dum dum A mania sits in the sky I'm dum 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 I think I'd totally know I I'm I'm uh, self conscious about interviews in general I don't I don't like doing interviews <laughs> so, this is why i mean i i want to do this i want to do this interview don't get me wrong it's just that i've had it, i've had experiences where people get um information wrong and and stuff like that and they, they misquote me all the stuff that happens that is aggravating so well, um, but but is this this is off the record, right? Like I'm this isn't on your show. We
0: <laughs> we you know we it would be funny to have it on there. I won't get anything wrong. Wait, I wait. promise.
1: Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it's uh it's funny though because I, I actually was a big fan of that dog, and I now that you mention it, I haven't really read a lot of interviews with you.
1: Oh really? Um, huh. That's yeah, weird. I know. I mean. I've done a few, um, just with, with, uh, the, the past couple years but mainly been with like stuff that involves uh, what I'm doing at the time. Yeah. Like when I was on tour with Bill for though, I've done a few interviews, um, maybe like not Stuff that people see who knows
0: Have you um, have you done a lot of podcasts? It sounds like no.
1: Um, I, I did I, well oh, actually um, at high fidelity record store, you know that did it's not there anymore. Um, but I've, I performed there and that was a live podcast um, where actually people came to watch the show. I, I performed there twice with my sister the Hayden triplets and then I played there with um, Susanna Hoff, and and that was recorded for a, a podcast there so but but I think that's the only one I really <laughs> <I've> really done <laughs> so yeah I, I don't have much experience
0: <laughs> well'm I'm, I'm honored that you uh that you're gonna give it a crack with us I appreciate it
1: oh <laughs> sorry, I, I started it off so weird I'm no sorry. no
0: listen we're we, we like weird um do you okay. is, is it a general do you are you self-conscious about these things or is it just is it the misquoting only or is it just a general self-consciousness
1: it's it's, it's both it's like the way I, I'm really self-conscious because I'm kind of slow at like getting my ideas my thoughts, in my head together so I, I could make sense you know I'm not I, I, I'm not quick um, and I know it seems like I'm I'm beating myself up but I, I feel like it's a, it's a fact that it takes me time to, to like process questions mm-hmm. and so I, it's like uh, so I, I I don't know I just seem like a weird you know I'm a weirdo when it comes to talking I don't like talking I think I just don't like hearing the sound of my voice when I talk <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sing can I sing all that end of just kidding <laughs> no of course
0: you can I mean you it kind of reminds me of in, in school when they give you an, an in-class essay versus one you can take home
1: right yeah that's kind of like how it is but yeah
0: well, think of this as sort of an in-class essay that you can also take home. How about
1: that? <laughs> okay. How about that? That's yeah, that's good.
0: Um, what, I, what I love is, and again, I've, I've been a fan of yours for a long time, um, but what I love about this record is that I didn't know it was coming down the pike uh, until they sent it over to me, so it's a huge surprise. Now, obviously it wasn't a huge surprise to you, but was the actual coming together of the project... Did that was that something that just sort of showed up on your doorstep, or was this in in the works for a long time?
1: Um, it, James, uh, I, I I was recording with James on something else, um, and he he was talking about this, and and I was excited just because I, I love working with him, and it it, sound, it sounded like a like a fun. Um, another fun project to do and uh but but it's funny it it, it turned into like wow this is it looks like it's a big this is a big deal you know i i didn't i didn't it was kind of like a surprise that it was um that it turned out how it's turning out like it, i mean we haven't even played live yet and we're you know we're already scheduling rehearsals and and uh, touring, um, so that that came as a surprise. I didn't realize that that it was gonna involve <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fun too. It's a lot of fun, but um, um, yeah. I, I it's it's always a surprise. the The end result with what I do with James is always um, a surprise to me. So. Yeah.
0: Is he? You've known him for a long time.
1: Um. Well, not really. I have to see when I met him. Um. Probably like 2013. Um. Because I I I've uh, I've known Mike Watt a, a long time. You know because they they were playing in The Stooges and James had heard my. Who album and he was looking for background vocalists um, to sing on stuff of his and Mike Watt recommended me and um, that so that's that's how I met James that was a, about maybe 2013 so um, yeah that that's how we we started working together
0: you have worked with some of the biggest people around but did did james did it terrify you a little bit to to start working with him was he intimidating
1: not at all it was <laughs> it was it, he he was so easy to work with he he was like just really um easygoing and 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 funny and nice and and like really relaxed and 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 really, uh, he said, "Whatever, just do whatever you want to do uh, with this song." And he loved anything I did, and and um, and it was really great. It was it was really um, no stress at all. I
0: uh, I'm interviewing him next week. I I'm slightly nervous.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Should I be?
1: Oh my god, <laughs> he not at all. He he's so great he he's he's it's it's very it's very relaxing don't don't worry about anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i think he he seems like a tough guy his his music you know he's so muscular as a player and he's so hard driving I, i love the way he plays but it sounds very very masculine and very tough and so uh you know that's that's the intimidating factor
1: yeah huh um well, it's funny because I I wasn't really familiar with the Stooges. Kind of like when I did my Who album, I I wasn't familiar. I, the only song I knew the song. Well, I I was sort of familiar with the Who. Like like I I you know I've heard I can see for miles and and Bob O'Reilly Riley and and stuff. But but uh, um. So where was I going with this? With the this, the Stooges, I wasn't very familiar. So, so I, I when I met James, I I just he was just a normal everyday, <laughs> like, musician, fun, smart person to to work with, and I didn't I, I didn't really attach that he was in the Stooges. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if that makes any sense.
0: It does, and it and it reminds me of um being a mu- being a music journalist being a fan of music for my whole life there are bands that people think that I'm uh, that I'm into that I've actually never heard like uh, that I never really got into Sonic Youth but they are a band I'm just saying I'm glad you admitted that you didn't weren't really into the who at that point or the Stooges because there's bands for me like Sonic Youth is a band that I I think P- or pavement where people think I like them yeah. but I've never actually heard right. them or listened to them or spent much time with them
1: Yeah yeah exactly but that, that's exactly I I don't I don't think that's funny because I don't think I've heard one pavement, <laughs> one full pavement song. <laughs> now that you've mentioned that, um, it, yeah, it's it's weird. I I I don't know why. Um, I mean, I in the '90s I was you know I was exposed to a lot of of, of that music, even touring with bands like I mean we didn't. Tour with pavement, but um, yeah, I I, I rarely I, I didn't even I I hardly owned any rock albums. Like the only music I listened to back then and now is, is still like classical music and sound movie soundtracks and jazz and um, so I, I'm I feel like I'm not up, up, up in on the up and up with <laughs> with what's
0: Current. (laughs) Well, I feel this is a very important moment where where I've come out of the closet and admitted I've never listened to Sonic Youth or Pavement.
1: (laughs) Now I'm self conscious. (laughs) I think it's good, you know.
0: I feel good. I, you know, I think, but I think people sort of look at me or maybe look at you and they think, oh, I know what their record collection looks like, but they would be wrong.
1: Right. I, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I'm I, my my record collection is basically um, <laughs> the stuff the stuff that I'm on. <laughs> wait, wait, but, but um, wait, I have more. I have some old jazz records. Um, um I have. Some Who CDs. I have uh, um, a lot of my CDs. I actually uh, went to Amoeba to just because I, I I just can't. I don't even have a CD player. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it looks like I have just the old movie soundtracks and. Stuff like Bill Frisell, um, John Zorn. Yeah, I don't. I I, I just don't. I, I listen to the, this internet radio station on iTunes called Ambient Sleeping Till. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so spaced out. <laughs> that explains it.
0: <laughs> we just figured something out. <laughs> Well, do you do you listen to the music that you're on? I mean, do you do you actually go back and listen?
1: Um, yeah, I. Uh, well, I haven't, and this is another. Okay, I, I'll admit, I haven't listened to the full album yet. The 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 new Pink Hearts album. I haven't listened to the whole <laughs> album. And James, you know, emailed it to me months ago. He, he's like, "Come on, Petra, what are you waiting for? Why, why haven't you listened?" And and, um, and I keep saying, "I will, I will, I I, I will." You know, I, I mean, it's not out of the question. I, I, it, I it's just I haven't gotten around to it. Uh, and you know what? I I really have to start listening to it because we've got some shows coming up. <laughs> so I gotta i got to, you know, get into the swing of the music again.
0: Well, you know, when I interview actors, I'm always su- surprised that they haven't watched the movies that they're in, but it kind of makes sense because you can't really watch it or listen to it if you're a musician and just be a fan. Like, you have to be listening to it kind of forensically probably, right? Because you're part of the creative element of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Um, well, I, 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 after I record on, on a song of of someone's, I, I want to, you know, of course, I'm going to listen back to make sure, uh, they, they, they usually say, oh, uh, do you want the, we have a, a few examples of vocal down, vocal in the middle, vocal up, or how do you think of the strings? And, and I, you know, always, so, so I do listen for that, um, so to, just to make sure that that it sounds good. So um, yeah. So I, I I but 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 then you know it's I don't play it all the time. You know how you know people listen to Billie Holiday while cleaning the house. I don't I don't listen to my own music like for fun
0: (laughs) right right i i get that i mean i've i'm a writer i've put out four books i don't sit down and read my books like that would be weird
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know one time i i was gonna bring a copy of one of my books to a friend of mine and i got on i'm in the bay area so i got on bart and uh i had a copy of my book with me and one of my colleagues i teach i teach english and one of my colleagues had had said once she thought I was a little self-obsessed or something. Anyway, I was on the train, uh, and I had the book with me, and she was on the train with her husband, and she saw me carrying a copy of my own book. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, Now she's going to think she's right. <laughs> oh, that's so
1: funny. You're an English teacher?
0: Yeah, I teach it uh, at a small liberal arts college just outside of Berkeley. That's
1: So great. Oh, my God. Will you teach me English?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will. You you can teach me violin. Yeah, I'll teach you. (laughs) I'll teach you. uh, I'll teach you English. You teach me how to get along with James Williamson and we'll be good.
1: (laughs) You'll see. He's so fun. He's so it's so great. He's not. Don't feel nervous.
0: Okay, I I feel better. I feel better talking to you. I like this conversation because we're admitting things. We're just admitting things left and right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what? funny. I know the pavement thing is. I've always thought that. Like, like no, I don't know anything about pavement. I I <laughs> um, and I you know Sonic Youth. I I listen to. Uh, I don't own any of their records, but I I, I do like a couple of their songs and. I, I think maybe I just should be more open-minded. I, I, I just even though I've been in rock bands, I I, I just don't. I'm not like. I don't really like, um. Uh, rock and roll. I mean, even though there there's some, <laughs> there's some rock and roll I I like, but I'm not like a a rock and roll enthusiast. I, I um, I just wasn't really. I mean, I love Cheat Trick, okay? Me too. <laughs> that's, rock, that's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you know what's funny is some of the, the music – oh, it's not funny, but, but some of the songs on our record, Pink Heart, it re- reminds me of Cheat Trick a little bit. It, it's fun. It's like, it's, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I think Frank, Frank's a great singer,
1: yeah, he's great, and his lyrics, he just pumps out these lyrics, like, it's so easy, it's, like, effortless.
0: Had you, um, okay, another admission, had you heard Frank's band?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling. <laughs> like, okay, well,
0: I hadn't either. <laughs> I hadn't heard him either.
1: Yeah, there, there's so much, I just don't know, I, I, I you know, I I should be more smart about these. Things. <laughs> more smart, listen to me. <laughs> I should be smarter about music. I'm a musician, and I don't know anything about music. <laughs> 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 Is that an oxymoron? Wait, no.
0: <laughs> it was. It was the best admission of the whole interview. I love that. I, but I like it because you 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 know in some ways though you approach these projects with a with like a really fresh sort of canvas then yeah yeah
1: yeah i i um i did i've actually had an interview recently about that uh how music is like uh painting you know like um um hearing hearing the music and and thinking about what you want to add to it. it it is definitely like like colors on a canvas you know I, my grandmother was an artist and a musician she she was in a mandolin orchestra and I would watch her paint when I was a little kid and and um and she would have mandolin music playing in the background and and I uh, back then that that's when I I I uh I really started to think of how much music and art is, is it's just so similar. Um, the way she approaches it and or it and, and how I approach it is is like, you know, sculpting or something. And you make a mistake and you fix it or you leave it, you know, because it's it's just art.
0: Are you a disciplined artist? I mean, do you, do you, with your own stuff, do you practice? Do you create in a disciplined way?
1: Um, I, you know, at the last minute I am. Like, for instance, today I have a recording session, and it, requires, it required me to write out, I don't read music, because I, 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 I quit music school. And, um, you know, when actually back uh, – I, I quit violin when I was – twelve. well, okay, I'm going all over the place here. I started the violin when I was around eight. And I, so I was reading music back then, but then I quit when I started high school. So I, I lost a lot of years of, of learning how to read and play and practice. And all the practicing went down the toilet and when I started violin again is around the time that dog started um, to play and tour and record, and so I was just improvising. I just, I, I just improvised. So when I do string stuff now, sometimes it's, it's fine because I'm improvising. But this particular one, um, I had to write out. <laughs> Often notes, but they're not no, musical notes. They're they're the letters A, B, C, F sharp, G sharp, B flat, and so I, I was practicing the last few days. I've been practicing my violin, which I haven't done in years. I, I never practiced, and I should you know because it takes your mind off of stuff. You know it um it, it's it's a great escape if you don't like, like I was practicing and I didn't think once about Trump and how sick I feel. It was great. So so now I I learned actually yesterday, I was like, wow, I should practice more often because I'm not thinking about how, like how much I hate these hate Republicans. (laughs) Um, so but but it, it's also good because I, I'm more prepared for my session so um, it, I, I like it when I, when I have challenging um, sessions because it, it forces me to practice you know and, and it, it makes me want to practice more so that's that's good
0: When you were improvising when you were first doing that dog did that scare you? Was it scary to improvise like that?
1: Um, for, for recording, it didn't. Um, I mean, it took a little time, um, but it was easy to record. Uh, when I when I'm enjoying myself, it, it's it's great, you know. So I mean, sometimes it is a little hard. Like we we had a song called uh, Rock Star that was on. Which record was that on? I think it was. Oh, God. I this, don't, remem- <laughs> don't remember. The second one? I don't remember which record. Ro- it, uh, Wasn't it on It's the- a long... It's one, one of our long songs. Uh, it's the last song on, I think, maybe the first... Maybe it was the first record. Um, but... Yeah, it, it was like hours of coming up with with string parts. And, and actually, Ta- my sister Tanya said cello. On that and um, but but it seemed easier when I was younger. Like I was in my twenties, <laughs> now I'm seventy. Just kidding. <laughs> now it, I now it just now like when I practice when I play, I, like my back hurts and I'm just kind of grumpy. But um, it's uh, God, now I lost what your question was.
0: <laughs> oh, I was asking if I was, I was asking if you liked pavement. Um the
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I'm talking about practicing. Yeah.
0: You I was asking if it was if it was hard to if it was scary to improvise
1: those parts. Oh oh so when it's scary is when I play that's what I was thinking. When I when I do the shows, when I'm when I'm playing live and I have to like do a solo or something, then then it that gets scary because I can't Delete. I can't like go back and delete a part and re re record it. Right. Erase a part. Um, so I it's it's more intimidating when I'm performing. Um, but actually, today's session, I'm a little scared. Actually, you're right. I I'm a little scared. I'm intimidated because this is this is an actual like um, guitar piece. And uh, and they said, yeah, improvise. But if you heard the song, you can't just simply improvise. You you have to play like the bass note and the structure. There's a, there's a whole structure, you know. So I have to play all, you know, get the structure right and then improvise. So so maybe it'll be a long day.
0: So <laughs> now I feel bad. I brought it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I've been thinking about it, that and how disgusting um, poli- the world of politics is.
0: You know, I, I, I <sighs> keep, I keep saying, I keep saying, okay, I'm not going to pay attention anymore because it's, it's killing me. And then, every, then twenty minutes I later, I'm back.
1: I know, see, the same thing. I'm like, I can't. I need to put my phone down. And then I, I see some ridiculous <laughs> tweet. <laughs> Then I get all uh, uh, you know mad and and it doesn't do anything you know you, you think you're changing the world I mean, it's <laughs> actually like causing my hair to fall
0: out oh it's it's stressing me out like sometimes in between classes, I will pull out my phone and I'll, and i'll I'll look at news and then it puts me in a horrible mood i mean
1: Ugh, god right oh it really like i'm i I'm mean. I'm yeah. just mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: I get I mean, it.
1: Right before you called, I looked at like Laura Ingram, whoever that lady is, her yeah. her her tweet and I was like, Oh fuck this this person. Fuck Roseanne. <laughs> fuck Trump. You know, like like what what are what's happening? Why are people start you know, starting Whole reboots of shows that that are supporting trump why that's
0: just so stupid it's so stupid and before it's so funny because before i called you i was reading the laura ingram story <laughs> and it was just like i read that uh, that chris evans was talking about he was saying what is wrong with this person you know yeah
1: so yeah. we were
0: we were both reading the same uh the same piece of yeah. news.
1: So that's why when I the first thing I said to you was just let me let me get this you know this this right off the bat I want to re I want to approve this interview because you're gonna get everything wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we like listen so far it's like we've never heard pavement and we hate Laura Ingram. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That's that's basically yeah. it. Why did you uh, originally quit the violin? Like when you said that there's wilderness uh, years
1: i I just remember okay I was twelve, and i went we, my sisters and i and my brother uh we started going to crossroads this school for for the arts and sciences and um very music music oriented and drama oriented school and I, I just felt really scared. I was really intimidated because I saw uh, all the orchestra and the, uh, all the kids with their uh, practicing. I heard they, everyone sounded like Itzhak Perlman. And I I just thought there's no way. I, and, and practicing was um, harder and harder. And, and I wanted to fit in. And I, I just felt like, I just, I need a break. I, I, I just wanted to take a break. Um, and just focus on like, you know, i making friends and fitting in. And, um, but what's, what's weird about that is I I feel like it actually ruined, (laughs) it ruined (laughs) my life (laughs) quitting. (laughs) I mean, I, I shouldn't, you know, say it like that, but I I remember my grandfather saying, you'll be sorry. And I thought, no, I'm, I won't be sorry. I I, I just it, it, the violin isn't for me. I I'm not. I don't want to play anymore. And and uh, but I just kind of floated around that school at crossroads, like, what am What's the meaning of my existence? Um um. I I you know, it was it was strange. I I loved music. I loved singing, but I didn't do Anything music related in high school. I just, you know, I I was, I was just a weird, just um, a, a, this, this lost girl that didn't know what she was doing until, you know, a, after high school, I, I met um, friends at, at I went to SMC for a couple of years and met musicians there, and I and I started playing again, um, improvising with these kids at, um, SMC, and then, um, before, you know, it, that dog started, and, um, so, yeah, it's, it's weird, I, I, maybe, maybe it's a good thing I quit, I, I don't know, I, you know that thing, like, um, uh, things happen for a reason. I well, I don't know if that even applies to this because I feel like I would be getting more work if I knew, if I didn't quit, if I kept at it, if I continued with music school. So, So now, like, my advice to kids playing music, I just say, don't quit. <laughs> even if you want to quit, just don't. <laughs> or if you want to quit... Just go back to it, but you know now I feel like my grandfather. You'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but you couldn't have been talked out of it at the time, right? I mean, your your will was probably so strong. Your your conviction was it so. Was, yeah,
1: it was too strong. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't want to. I was just, uh, what's the word? rebellious. I, I was a rebellious um, seventh grader.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because because music is like the art of rebellion, right? And so it's funny how you grew up in a musical household, so your rebellion was to stop playing music.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I don't... Even though that was like... I knew from when I was born... <laughs> well, not from when, when I was born. Maybe when I was... Like... It's yeah. When I was probably ten, I I knew that uh, I loved music. I, I was actually the violin. Um, I I was a uh, so um, what's the word e- enamored? <laughs> like I, I I would watch kids on like. Sesame Street, or or Captain Kangaroo, or the Electric Company, and when they had, or Mister Rogers, when he had guests play the cello, at like Yo Yo Ma, and, and these great musicians, I was fixated. I, I was I was hypnotized because I thought it was incredible that the sound that, that comes out of the instruments. I was captivated. I was like, that's that's what I want to do. I want to make a sound. <laughs> Like that for the rest of my life, and then it's weird how I just quit. It's it's bizarre.
0: Yeah, and when you picked it back up again, and by the way, could you stay at the high school even though you weren't playing the violin? You were allowed to stick yeah. around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I we were because I, I wasn't I wasn't enrolled in any music classes. I I just. Um, yeah, I didn't sign I, – I just – I don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, we, we stayed there till 12th grade, so, yeah. No
0: one kicked you out. No one said, if you don't pick up that violin again, you have to go to a different school.
1: <laughs> no. I, yeah, the, no, the teachers were very nice. So does your
0: does your creative process like when you're creating when you're not writing the notes down? Do you kind of does it resemble what your grandmother was doing in, in a way like that sort of when you're improvising when you're just doing what you want to do uh, and not trying to adhere to like writing down stuff or in that way just sort of being creative. Um. Well,
1: my my grandma was uh, when I, I I used to practice the mandolin with her because I could play the mandolin because it's tuned just like a violin um, but she was very technical I, I, she she would she would uh, remind me like okay you're, you're moving your wrists incorrectly this is how you do it like she and she was also like oh you, you should why did you quit you should go back to like she, both my grandparents um, it Every now and then they would they would just kind of rub it in my face that I quit. But, but you know, when I started playing you know in, in bands, they were very supportive. When, when I did my solo record, they, they loved it. you know, they, that was imaginary land. Um, they, they loved how creative, you know my, that, that I sat down and, and wrote, you know, strange melodies without words and acacia stuff. They, they were really, they loved that, 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 you know, that their grandkids were creative every day.
0: Do you, when you think of your, your role in the band with the Pink Hearts, um, how does that feel to you? Does it feel like a really natural place to be now in your life? Does this, does this band feel like uh, a home?
1: It's intimidating, okay? I'm just going to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, because this is an I'm, honest interview. We're admitting things.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm intimidated because, um, like, but, uh, Frank is so good. He, the way he sings and he performs, I, I, I'm, I'm not at that level. Even though, yeah, I've been playing it music in bands and toured and rock bands and all that stuff for 20 plus years i i still haven't gotten the the um i had i haven't mastered the performing part and the the power the power singing power singing thing like um i because i'm always like you know a side A side guy, a a side (laughs) mouse or something, in other people's bands, and and so I know Frank is the lead singer, but it's still like I gotta I gotta get ready. I keep telling people like I have to get ready to what's what's ahead, you know, it's um, because it's really strong, powerful stuff, and and so I gotta get a lot of rest. (laughs) <laughs> and practice, like we, uh, did, you know, we've been emailing now about rehearsals, and and then I have an anxiety about memorizing the words. There's a lot of words, and that's another thing that I'm kind of bad at is a uh, memorizing lyrics. You know, that's it's just I have to get my brain into gear. So, yeah, it's a little intimidating. I, I I but but it's fun. Like when we're in the studio recording and and all that I'm just going to think of that while I'm on stage.
0: <laughs> right. And that and that probably was not an improvisational setting. That was all fairly set, right? The studio stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and yeah, with recording you you could redo things like I was talking to you about before. Like, so I, I just have to get my brain into like, you know, I'm glad we're going to be rehearsing because then I could record, um, you know, the rehearsals and, and, uh, learn parts better and stuff like that.
0: So what happens to, it's interesting because I've interviewed, uh, a lot of, a lot of creative people, a lot of artists, a lot of actors, musicians who are self-conscious and are shy, but yet the performing yeah. arts is all about, there's a performing part of the art where you're very public. And like, I was watching the, the trailer for the record and like, you're, it's right on your face and you're singing, like you're right there. <laughs> so what happens? I, like what, what happens? To, I hated that. Why? Why did you hate that?
1: <laughs> no, I, I just don't like, oh God, uh, um, I mean, wait, sorry, I interrupted your question. No, no, no. I, for, finish your question. Uh,
0: well, no, I just wanted. Well, I mean, look, I'll get to that. But tell me why you hated that? Because it's part of it.
1: Um. The, well, doing our, the, you're talking about doing the video, right? Yeah. Um. I. I just. It's. It's like weird to have a camera in, in right. Like right up close to my face because I. I, I wasn't. Um, you know I, I the song sunset uh, right on the strip. that's what it's called right, right, right on the strip. I, I still uh, was learning the words. and so I had to do a lot of takes where um, I had to like redo a lot of like one line one liner of the, of the lyrics because it, it it didn't come natural to me like it did with Frank.'re they're, they're his work. But he he even told me he's like don't worry, Thatcher. I, I I'm forgetting the word too. And so he taped a little piece of paper. But he was fine. He was like a, a natural. And 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 I had to cl- I closed my eyes a lot because I don't. I'm very uncomfortable in front of cameras. I'm very. It's just strange. It's um. I don't know. Maybe because I'm I've just been a hermit lately and I don't never go out. And so. <laughs> One day we were doing this rock video. It's like, and I was like, hair and makeup and like stuff like that. I was like, oh god, I'm not ready. (laughs) But then then the video's great. I mean, I I I love it. So you know, it it was all worth it. Well,
0: it looks great. And that. So what I was going to ask you is is In those moments where you're uncomfortable, you know there's there's a performative element obviously to music. So what happens in in between you being self conscious and you performing? Where does that self consciousness go? Um, it it actually uh, fades
1: because um, when 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 you're with Easygoing people like 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 Frank and James. They, they were so fun to be around that I kind of like forgot about it. Like like of course it's it's hard in the beginning, but um as I was you know doing singing to the the song and doing the video, as I was doing my performance, uh it it was a little easier just because. That I didn't feel pressure no one was like I didn't get a sense that anyone was frustrated that I was taking so long or you know and I and I kept saying I'm sorry I'm sorry and they're like don't don't apologize you have nothing to apologize <laughs> about and so um it's it just the self-consciousness fades when you're surrounded by people who are just supportive you know
0: I get it, and isn't it interesting that being self-conscious and also being an artist, uh, it's interesting how they they go hand in hand. But at the same time, because you have a you know to present your work or perform your work, uh, you have to kind of hit the pause button on it um, when you yeah. when you're when you're showing your work.
1: Yeah. Wait. Wait. Say that
0: again. Well, you kind of have to like sort of put it aside. Like, so for example, I know a lot of writers who are very self-conscious, but then they have to read in bookstores and they have, you know, they the people who read their work are there. So they have to sort of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe smoke something or drink something beforehand. I don't oh, know what they do. My... Right.
1: Oh, like, like fake until you make it. or Yeah, something.
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I, I know in my self-consciousness like i I used to have to drink before so then I mean I don't drink anymore so I don't I don't have that to fall back on I, I just you know I have to like <laughs> like like you know breathe do deep breathing and and um, and and just use like the positive energy around that that's just really what I I had to do, you know.
0: Well, I've seen you live many times, and you've never seen self conscious to me. In the video, you look great, so you don't you don't oh. it, you know it's working.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's because the director and editor did such great <laughs> work. <laughs> Amy and and her husband, they were really. Oh, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Um, Amy and her husband, <laughs> they were really funny. While I was, because I just kept laughing, and and um, so they they just made me feel comfortable because I love laughing, and so that's another tool I, I like is, you know laughter is what gets me through life, you know. So, so that's that's what was helping a lot during that, and and, and that's what helps uh, ease my self consciousness.
0: What happens to you after a live performance or after doing a video shoot? Do you just need to be alone to recharge?
1: Um, no, it's usually before. Like, it, well, with perform with shows, like, I it's hard to talk to anybody. Um, before but afterwards it's it's great i love talking to people and um yeah it's, it's mainly before where i'm like oh god i have to um review like the the lyrics and and just be calm and not and make sure that i'm not talking a lot because i want to save My voice and when I talk a
0: lot I could tell see just right now. I'm like On cue That was pretty cool. How did you do that? That was that was like right on time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that is so funny
0: That was really cool. Well, is it because like the beginning of the show is so tense, but you're willing to like chat afterwards because you're so relieved that it's over and you did it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and it, what's it, It's funny. I mean, most people uh, you think like they, you know, performing in music is is an enjoyment. it's enjoy it's enjoyment. It's like fun. It's it's what you love, but yet For me, I I get, um, like my name, I get petrified, Petra. Ah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I have to, like, you know, do, like, I don't even know how to meditate right, but I'm trying, um, or if if there, is there even such a thing as correct meditation? I, I don't know, but, um... Yeah, I it's it's easier to perform when I don't have to like worry about you know oh who who did I put on the list that I I need to like talk to or something like that you know what I mean I just want to be alone.
0: I no, I totally understand that. I mean, after I do a lecture at school, I kind of need to sit in my car for ten minutes and just kind of think about that. And I mean, it's interesting how you you give so much of yourself. And then you kind of yeah. just need to take it back.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you you do it after.
0: I do it after. Yeah. I'm I'm like um, right. I can't. I I almost can't have a coherent conversation afterwards.
1: Right. Right.
0: How is your relationship with the violin and with your voice? Are those two different relationships?
1: Yeah. Um, it's hard playing the violin is really hard. Singing is easy. Like I, I love singing. I, I mean, I love playing the violin too. But um, it, it's it's like when you're playing the violin, there's a lot of technique. There's um, when I when I wasn't playing for a while, and then I went back to it. It was like learning how to ride a bike again, and and I feel like I'm still at that phase where I'm. Still learning how to ride a bike. When I'm playing, even when I do violin session stuff, I'm um, I get really tense because I I haven't like I'm not a, I haven't mastered it like like uh, you know Miles Davis <laughs> right. mastered the trumpet. I, I'm not there. I'm just still learning how to ride a bike when I'm playing. But with singing. Um, it's uh, it it's way easier. Um, it's it's funner. Um wait, is that a word?
0: It, it, we're gonna make it a word.
1: <laughs> no see now I'm subconscious. No, I'm no. Making, you, and he says because you're an English teacher. Listen listen and you I failed English.
0: No, you listen, you have an A in the class. Keep
1: going. I failed. <laughs> I have to take English class during the summer. I had to Yeah, I I almost didn't uh, graduate high school because I, I I did so bad in my class. oh god. What what
0: was your what was your uh, resistance to English? Was it just the, was it the um, what was it that that got you?
1: Um, I I don't remember. I think I just wasn't paying attention. And it's the same thing even now. It's like, I don't pay attention to things. It, I don't know. Maybe I have ADD. I, I have I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I it's it, academic classes were just hard. I, I need to. It's because I wasn't applying myself. I wasn't pushing myself. It was. It it's like it didn't come naturally to me. You know. Even though it, it's so important um, to learn. You know, school is important. Learning is important. Reading, all it's like so vital. <laughs> <laughs> um and it helps with concentration it helps with you know uh, uh practicing now you know it helps it's being in school it's supposed to help you later in your life when you're you know in whatever career that you have
0: do you do reading on your own
1: no, I rarely. I mean, I, you know, I got a couple books and I still haven't even started reading them yet. <laughs> I got, I, I, I thought for sure I was going to read, um, it was 2008 when I, I met Peter Falk and he gave me his book and I still haven't read it.
0: I have a copy and, of that book.
1: The, the just one more thing? Yeah. See, I I, I love him. I love Colombo. I love Peter Falk. And I was thinking, this is a good way to just get me back. I want to read. I want to be smart. I want to, like, I want to be able to, you know, it, it's reading is so important. But I haven't, I, I read, like, oh, no, the first couple pages. And I just haven't, I, I just Really, that—that's another uh, admission. (laughs) (laughs) Guilty, I'm guilty. Oh, you so you have that book too? Did you read it?
0: I do. I've read it. Yeah, it's great. Oh
1: wow! Yeah,
0: it's great. It's a it's a fast read.
1: I went into Book Soup on Sunset because I I was like, I really want to find a book that i'm just glued to it. well like i i i feel like i would read a lot if i was in you know if i was really interested in the subject matter and and um and so i got a book there that was like a murder mystery <laughs> but i love mysteries and like you know alfred hitchcock you know twilight and all that stuff and I haven't started
0: it. Yet. That was like a couple months ago. I got it a couple months ago, and I haven't started it. I get that. I get it. I look. I okay. Here's my admission to you. So last night I sat down to read. I read one paragraph, and I go, "Well, that's good. I'm good." <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you just don't have it. Yeah. You. I like that uh, I think we've I think we've Admitted all the Dark Secrets Anything else? What other Other things Should we admit?
1: (laughs) No Now Now you Everyone knows That I haven't Fully listened To the Pink Hearts Album yet (laughs) (laughs)
0: I've 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 never seen The Simpsons How about that? Really? I've never seen The Simpsons
1: Oh my God! Isn't that wow. weird?
0: I know, I've 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 watched all eight episodes of Faulty Towers four hundred times, but I've never seen The Simpsons. Oh
1: my God! I could do an impression of Bart.
0: Let's okay. Let's have it. Can you do it? Hey man,
1: Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? You haven't listened to The Simpsons? What man?
0: <laughs> I know enough to know that's pretty damn I good.
1: Mean, you wa- I said, listen. You haven't watched any Simpsons. <laughs> What dude? Oh <laughs> well, man!
0: I want him. I want him to say to me, "You son of a bitch!"
1: <laughs> son of a bitch! I could do. I could do Maggie too. Pirates! Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? You haven't watched The Simpsons? Oh no! And then Marge would be like, "We have to do something about that."
0: Now I feel embarrassed. I never should have admitted that. They're all mad at me.
1: And then Homer would be like, "Go, (laughs) what are you saying? Go put it on." I know. I got the, I just did an impression of all the them Yeah, you just
0: you just did them all, but but if I have to catch <laughs> up, I have to catch up on like twenty thousand episodes.
1: Yeah. Uh, when when people say they haven't watched any Breaking Bad, I, I'm like, oh my god.
0: I know. I know. You
1: you have to watch Breaking Bad.
0: That I've seen, and that I that I love every second of
1: yeah i i the simpsons that was like they that started like in like ni- 1990 or something yeah when did that
0: started it start I think it started like so I'm 47 it started my last year of college like 91 somewhere in there um and I remember seeing yeah, yeah. like they were on the Tracy Ullman show and that's where I first saw them but I never actually saw an episode of the show wow <laughs> now i feel terrible i feel like okay what should i do should i go to the simpsons or pavement first what do i need to do
1: <laughs> well well i mean I, I watched the simpsons but there was a you know I, I only like for i don't know like the first three years and then i just kind of i it just kind of phased out like i didn't I wasn't really
0: like an avid, avid, avid Simpsons watcher. I get it. I, yeah, I know there's there's a there's a lot of work to be done because there's a ton of Simpsons episodes. Um, yeah, I, you
1: know, millions. <laughs>
0: I know they don't they don't stop. They'll be going long after we're dead. Um, the I think it's funny that I've heard your record, but you haven't. I just think that's so funny. <laughs>
1: My God, James is gonna—he's gonna be like Tetra. <laughs> you got homework to do.
0: By the way, you know what was so funny before I let you go. Is I noticed we're Facebook friends. It took—it took all this time for us to talk, but we've been Facebook friends for a really? long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. I know. Oh, my God. So, so you haven't interviewed me before?
0: No, I never interviewed you. I've been doing this since I was wow. 15 years old. I, I started interviewing bands when I was 15. I was working for a radio station, wow. a high school radio station. And uh, I started interviewing. Then I interviewed when I was, like, 23. I interviewed Bowie, which was insane.
1: Um, what? You yeah. Had, oh, my God. It was amazing. That but. Is-
0: Incredible. Wow. Incredible, and I've listened to you, my whole, like my, my and your brother's band. I love Spain. I love your music. I love your dad's yeah. music, but I've never chatted with you, and I and I was really excited to do so because I've I've been a fan of yours for a really long time, and I've wanted to always chat with you.
1: Um, that's so cool! Wow. Yeah, you know, I, I just um, I think I might when I'm done recording today. I think I'm going to play with Spain. Actually, they have, they have a residency at. Um, the love song bar in downtown LA the I think the last Thursday of every month um, they play so I, I'm gonna try to make it if I'm done with this difficult recording session. <laughs> well I,
0: I love I, I love Spade. Um, I have everything they've done. I, I've actually seen them play. And they're just I just love that band. I love your brother's band.
1: Oh wow, yeah. It was the
0: coolest but I look how would we do it what you weren't self-conscious at all right it, we, didn't we relax and we had fun
1: I, yeah I mean there are a few moments where I'm like wait I what's what's coming out of my mouth I'm not making any sense <laughs> <laughs> but you can edit it so I so everything makes sense right
0: listen it all made sense to me you're my brand of weird I'm the same as you
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I understood everything
1: I because yeah, usually like, yeah this is great. like I, I'm like um, like I told you before I'm, I just don't like my speaking voice and, and I don't know I, but it's, it's, this is great.
0: Well look you you're the easiest person to talk to so I appreciate that. <laughs> I had so much fun talking to you. Oh
1: thanks you too. this is fun.
0: Wasn't she great? I told you. She is uh, she's a ton of fun. Uh, what a lovely, lovely chat. What a lovely person. I hope she'll come back on the program. Petra Hayden, ladies and gentlemen, Petra Hayden. For more information about her, go to PetraHayden.com. Uh, James Williamson and the Pink Hearts will find their debut album out June 22nd. Get ready for that one. Pick it up. It's going to be one of the best albums you'll hear all year I promise. Uh, More information about me, alexgreenonline.com. Bombshell radio information, bombshellradio.com. If you're feeling Twitter-y, you can check out James Williamson and the Pink Hearts on Twitter. That is the handle. It's a long handle, James Williamson and the Pink Hearts, but that is their handle. So uh, check them out there also. Me, at Ember's Editor, you can find me there. Or if you're feeling a bit subscriby, Go to iTunes and subscribe to Stereo Embers, the podcast. And since you're there, you might as well subscribe to Bombshell Radio. And since you're there, why don't you pre-order the Pink Hearts record? How about that? Okay? I'm going to whet your appetite by playing the first single from that album right this second. But before I do, I want to say thank you, as always, for listening to the program. I really appreciate your cards, your letters, and your support. Please join me next week for another episode of Stereo Embers, the podcast. Right now, this is Riot on the Sunset Strip. James Williamson, Petra Hayden, and Frank Meyer. They're otherwise known as the Pink Hearts. Enjoy them right here on Stereo Embers, the podcast. DJ Bowie